Today we welcome back award-winning author and artist Jeff Sturgeon. We're going to talk about art and the economy and what's going on in the world and how you deal with it as an artist and all kinds of things that leads to inspiration. Here's Jeff. Hi Jeff, welcome back to the show. Hi Sherry, thanks for having me back. I'm really happy to have you back. I know you've been really busy. Uh, it's been a crazy year in a lot of different ways, <laughs> you know. Oh, I know. It's been such a weird year. Um, it's it up and down, stressful. But you have your art. I have my art. I have the, uh, the project I've been working on for the last several years. Uh, a lot of cover work this year because of the... Uh, the pandemic, all the conventions are all shut down. Yeah. You know, a lot of artists struggling, actually, to depend on those shows. But luckily, I uh, I uh, have a career other than the shows. So. I love the piece. So I've been very you know. I love the piece you sent me. Thank you. You're welcome. It's beautiful. It's in a place Thank of you. honor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like it. I do. I do. I love it. Um, so, um, are you and your family okay? Nobody sick? Everybody healthy? Everybody's healthy. Uh, luckily, we live in Washington, and our governor shut stuff down almost. You know, we were one of the we were second behind the Bay Area to shut stuff down. Uh, my kids, uh, our twins, uh, seniors, is this year and so you know it was uh, um, Kirkland is only a few miles which is where the first case broke here in the United States was up here in Kirkland and uh, pretty scary right there at the beginning but they governor shut everything down total lockdown and masks everything and uh, the state's doing pretty good now um, everybody wears masks of course and uh, social distancing, but it seems to be the norm. Uh, uh, coming back to my boys, it was pretty hard on them, no no prom and graduation and that sort of thing, but everybody's doing good. They're off into their careers in college, and uh, and me and my wife have been very busy. Yeah, I'd hate to be a teenager right now. No dating, no seeing your friends, no going out, no going to the movies, you know. No dances, no parties. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah. At least in our part of the country. I don't know about some of the others. Yeah. Uh, well, we're trying to keep ourselves safe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, we're doing very well. That's good. Stress, stress like everybody else, but we're doing okay. 
Yeah, it's a very stressful time. It's really weird. I was really hoping for 2020 to be a good year. <laughs> uh, and we thought 2019 was bad. Yeah, exactly. It's actually worse than 2019. Who could believe that? <laughs> and, it, and it was bad. It's just this was uh, unimaginable in so many ways. Like a, a an Orwell slash Stephen King novel that we're living in. Yeah, if someone actually wrote this novel, I think it would have been turned down by publishers. They would have had it probably self-published because nobody would believe it. <laughs> oh, who could write this? Not even Stephen Sears could write this. Yeah. <laughs> Although he probably could. He could. Steve could have written it. Uh, uh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> He has a good imagination, <laughs> but it's just, it's yeah. so crazy. He could probably do it. Uh, I mean, it just, it uh, it makes dystopian novels seem like it could happen tomorrow, you know, it's just a really crazy year. I know, and then throw climate change in, in the mix and... And all, uh, and all the social problems that we're not going to go into because it's too controversial and crazy. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But I'm just saying, you just add it all into the mix. It's just, it's, it's been horrible. I, I've been really busy, but actually I've been so busy I got myself sick. <laughs> yeah, you ran, you ran yourself into the ground, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which is not actually good either. Don't do that. <laughs> no. no. Well, just lockdown and everybody having to, you know, the, the real creative types are either having a real hard time being creative or they're just diving into the work like you and I have this year. And it's either or, it seems. But I, I know a lot of artists are really struggling. It's just I know. The stress is too much. I was explaining to a friend because they're saying, "Well, it's just the actors who are out of work for the movies, but and theater, but the rest of the people are." And I said, "No, you don't understand. It's like a city. Everybody relies on everybody. The it's not just the actors. It's the people, the drivers, and the people who work at the restaurants who cater, and the people who run the coffee shop that bring coffee to the set. I, it's a huge impact on the community. It's not just the people in the movie or theater part. Oh, everything's interlocked in one way or another. Mm-hmm. Well, uh -huh. we're all interlocked. But uh, we weren't going to go down that road, so... I know. I'm, I know. I'm just saying that it's just... It's, it's like... A lot of people are struggling. It's not just people focus on people who are known, and there's a lot of other people that are also. I mean, oh my God, it's, it's very hard. Yeah. And and like you said, creative types either are are working their asses off, or they're just sitting there trying to figure out what to do, and it's yeah. a very difficult time to be creative. <laughs> You don't. You're either working yourself to being sick, or <laughs> or not working and being sick. I've uh, 
I've done more covers this year than I have in probably, well, probably 10 or 15 years since I've done this this many covers. And it's, uh, uh, for me, I, I lose myself in my work and I don't have to think about the maelstrom going on around me at times. So I'm lucky that way. Yeah, I'm like that. I, um, when I'm working on my writing, I'm completely focused on it. Um, and writing uh, with 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 project, doing more of that as well. So it, it it's easy uh, to get lost in it. Pardon me. It's easy to get lost in your work when you're writing. If you can get into the zone, that's the quandary with you know what we're talking about creative types. So either get in that zone and get in to the work, or they're having a really hard time. That's true. Uh, struggling, kind of floundering around, trying to find that zone. It's hard to explain to people that don't, uh, you know, that don't think the way we do. <laughs> yeah, and also when you're creative, it's it's real difficult to explain um, because, and I think it's the same as for an artist as it is for a writer. It's that it doesn't actually come. From your, you don't go directly into writing. It's like it just either it's there and it pours out of you into your fingers and it, and you're writing, or it's not and you can't and you have to do something else until it comes. It's it's not a it's a natural course, but it's not something you can force. I don't. Is it the same as an artist? It is, but it's different. Um, so I have to wear two hats now because I'm writing as well, which is an entirely different kind of part of my brain than my painting side. Um, the, uh, the synapses for writing are still new over there, where the ones for my artist side have been burnt into the bedrock eons ago. <laughs> um, the, the writing is... is, is uh, is uh, harder for me to get into the zone, but I'm much newer at the writing thing than you are uh, for the artist. Uh, not it's not so much for me anymore. I've been doing this a long time, and uh, and I know how to uh, get myself into that zone fairly quick. Uh, some days I can't, and I don't force it, and I can feel it. But uh, most days I can find some point in the day where I can be creative uh, and deadlines force the issue. I got a concept painting drawing uh, cover over here um, for uh, Eric Flint's company that I'm working on right now and um, I was working on it earlier today and uh, what helps me is, is uh, I've told you this before it's just putting on some music and uh, and and Maybe looking at a portfolio book of an artist I admire and, and diving into the painting. A, a tool I found very useful this year, and I, I post this on Facebook all the time, weekly almost, is uh, Dave Dorman does a live painting show in the morning. Uh, maybe you have checked that out. Sounds interesting. I love art, so. So Dave Dorman, very famous artist, lives in Chicago. 
very famous comic artist, Star Wars artist. Uh, brilliant. Because of Morning Live uh, uh, demo of him painting whatever he's working on that day or that week. And uh, he has music playing in the background, and people can type questions to him. He'll talk to you while he's painting. It's awesome. So I use Dave's an old friend. So in the morning, I'll often come out here with to my studio uh, and with a cup of coffee and sit down. And if I'm going to work that morning, whether it's writing or uh, painting, I'll, I'll watch Dave for 10 or 15 minutes and chat with him for a little bit. He's a brilliant artist. Uh, he really gets you, gets you out of the to door. So it's been a great tool this year. That's cool. I love watching painters. Um, when I was a kid, I don't remember what his name was, but there was this man who, he worked with a, a knife, or a putty knife, or I don't know what they call it. And he used to... Blade. I'm sorry? A blade. Yeah, and he used to do art and, and explain it to you, but he did it in such an entertaining way that even if you weren't an artist, you would be fascinated. And he was like on Sunday mornings or something. We all, my mom, who was an artist, started watching him, and then we all ended up watching him. And sorry, I can't remember his name. Was I was very young. Then there's Bob Ross. Is that who it was? Was it a uh, big uh, kind of a white guy with a big kind of afro fuzzy haired guy? I think so. If I remember right. Yeah, it's Bob Ross. He's he's, he's gone. He's dead now, but he's pretty famous. You YouTube him, and you'll you'll probably see who you remember. Bob Ross. Yeah, it was like he was pretty on famous. Sunday yeah, morning. Yes. He's syndicated show all over the country. Yeah. It was on PBS? Yeah. Yeah. And he used a knife, a blade. Yeah. Holding a pallet? Yep. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I found him fascinating. Yeah, he would explain uh, in such a way and such an easy technique. Uh, his thing was about teaching you how to paint landscapes uh, really quickly and easy using his technique. Yeah. I loved watching that. They don't really have many things like that now. I mean, I, I guess they do on YouTube, but they don't have it, like, as a regular show every week like that. No, not, not like that. Uh, but check out Dave. He's on, like, 9.30, 10 in the morning. Okay. Definitely. Cool. Dave Dole. Anyway. Is that on is that on YouTube or is that on another is that Facebook. on a regular channel? Facebook. Oh, it's on Facebook. Okay. Cool. It's live on Facebook. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh oh, and that's West Coast time, everybody. Anybody who wants to watch that show. Because uh, <laughs> we're both that's on the West Coast. <laughs> Um, so, how's it going with uh, the project we talked about last time? I know you did Kickstarter. Ha what happened? Right. Uh, we 
we ran that last summer, and uh, it did really well. It funded in 48 hours. Oh, really good. Uh, yeah, very good. And so that uh, we were off and running, uh, buying up uh, stories for the anthology. And um, we ended up with 14 stories, um, artwork for each story. Um, I have uh, many of the books sitting right here in my studio as I've been mailing them off. Um, and this is for the Kickstarter backers. Um, so very successful. Um, the anthology will be released next spring commercially for everybody to buy through Wordfire Press, which is Kevin J. Anderson, uh, the writer. Um, it's his publishing company. And it'll be in, uh, I believe, ebook and trade paperback, et cetera. And um, it'll be through his company and various stores, Amazon. So that'll be next spring, last city's work. Jeff Sturgeon's last city's work. Um, so, yeah, the anthology did very well. Now it's going to go out in the world. And, um, and we'll be working on the second one next, next year. There'll be a second anthology underway. Is that going to be under the same name, or is it a new name? No, it'll be ongoing series. Jeff Sturgeon's Last Cities of Birth. Okay. There'll probably be novels uh, coming up as well. <clears throat> the commercial release for this Kickstarter edition next spring uh, will also have a story by me in it. So that'll be an addition. Cool. Yeah. yeah pretty exciting. Um, at that same time, we're going to try to uh, coincide with it, and, and I'm guessing this is probably April, that's when the anthology will come out through Kevin's company. Kevin also has a story in the anthology, I forgot to mention. Um, as does Stephen, Stephen L. Sears, we mentioned earlier, he has two stories in it. I'll go through the roster here in a minute if you'd like. Sure. But it's... At the same time next spring, when the commercial release happens, we're going to launch a new Kickstarter for the for an art book for the last city's work. So it'll contain all the concept art and art I've done already, plus uh, next year, um, if the campaign is successful, next year we'll be creating a bunch of new art for the second anthology, which will then go also into the art book. So that's a big project we're uh, going to launch uh, at the same time as the commercial release of the anthology. So. And do you have a date for that next year? Pardon me? Do you have a date for that next year? I'm guessing April. April? Okay. Yeah. Kevin and I are still signing contracts, and uh, uh, he's so crazy busy right at the moment with uh, everything he's doing and uh, the Dune movie's coming out. You know, he's a very busy guy. So he promises me we're going to have the contract signed in October. And uh, when that happens, the anthology, which we already have, you know, I'm looking at it right now, uh, he'll send that off for review. So it'll be under a six month review to all the major review markets. Um, so if contracts are signed at the beginning of October, six months from then would be April, and that's when it would come out. So 
other than that, you said you're working on um, other art. Is that correct? Do you, you have another project? Um, besides the, the covers I've been doing this summer? Yeah. Um, are you talking about, oh, oh, you, do you mean uh, the other little campaign I mentioned earlier? Yeah. Yeah, there's another other Kickstarter campaign that we're going to launch uh, probably late spring or early summer and that project is a uh, an illustrated young adult uh, probably novelette novella size book uh, with Leslie my wife myself and uh, another artist an old old friend named Adrian Bourne I'm the landscape guy and I'll be writing the story and Leslie is a brilliant wildlife artist she's a really good artist she also has a new illustration and an Adrian is, a, is an old, old friend, a really good uh, artist in general, really good uh, with people and characters. So we're going to combine our three strengths into this crazy little idea I have. <laughs> I have lots of ideas. Well, that's good. <laughs> so next year looks busy. When you have... If the lockdown somewhat, there'll be some shows next year, I hope. Yeah. Everything will go back to at least semi-normal next year. <laughs> oh boy, I don't. It will be late, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We can uh, hope. I we can we can hope. Um. So, what are your um? What what is going on that? keeping you busy? Is it the covers or is it the structures? What what What's your, uh, what it, or the Kickstarter or is it all of it? What What's your focus right now? <laughs> what, what's kind of my daily sort of schedule and what I work on kind of? Yeah. Uh, right now I'm working on a new cover for a very close com company, um, Carson Press. And, uh, I've done a series of covers for him this year, and this is the second cover in a series by Nathan Dodge. And uh, I'm just finishing up some uh, adjustments to a concept sketch I did for this new cover for them. And uh, you make fine-tuning adjustments to get it the way they, they want it. And then I'll paint it, and I have to have the painting done by October 1st, so I only have a couple weeks left to get that guy done. So. That's a pretty major focus for me right at the moment. Yeah. This cover. Um, besides that, I'm uh, writing. A, I'm a halfway through. I think I'm at 3,500 words uh, on a short story that will go into the commercial release next spring. Good for you. Cool. So that'll be my first, uh, first really published story. So it's pretty exciting. Been yeah. Working uh, with Stephen a little bit on that. And then um, uh, 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 storyboards for the, uh, the young YA thing I'm going to do with Leslie and Adrian. So I'm doing storyboarding and 
ideas for that. And the way my mind works, uh, least on the priority list, but probably more constant than all of them, is uh, part of my brain seems to always be going through different scenarios or ideas concerning uh, last cities of Earth. It's uh, such a vast world that uh, myself and these other writers want to really explore. So part of myself is uh, thinking about that. So pretty busy. You are. Pretty, pretty busy mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's healthy. Um, do you have any... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Painting the cover is definitely the priority. I understand. Um, no, I was going to ask, do you have any advice for artists that are either new artists or artists that are struggling right now? Oh boy, new artists that are struggling. I, new artists, uh, at least in, in my genre, in the science fiction and fantasy uh, side of things, shows, conventions, science fiction conventions, comic cons are so important to especially younger artists, or hell, even older artists. Uh, um, my great friend Todd Lockwood, uh, uh, he's been going to Dragon Con for 20 years back in Atlanta, and uh, of course that got canceled. He and I do MissCon every year in Montana, of course that got canceled, our locals, everything got canceled. And for us older guys, um, you know, Todd's writing, uh, second book for his great series plus he's doing covers uh, I had dinner with him a week and a half ago Leslie and I did and we were took a day off to go down and he lives about an hour from where we live we were talking about what we're talking about right now our schedule but um, and how to be how to stay motivated now for he and I it's deadlines you know we take the deadline our minds are conditioned to do the job and away we go um Younger artists, I don't know. I don't know what to tell them. Um, those things that uh, relax your mind. Uh, outdoors as much as possible for me, even with the lockdown, if you can get away and get out into the woods. I'm an outdoorsman. I do a lot of fishing. I live right here on some great rivers, so I do that a lot. Uh, the salmon are running right now, so I'll be doing that a lot. That relaxes me so I can come back and work. Uh, music is very important. Um, I play guitar and I listen to a lot of music in the studio that it helps me get into the zone quite a bit. I don't know what else, uh, what other... That sounds what good. Other advice I <laughs> that sounds good. It's, I, I mean, anything that's helpful, I have a lot of people that are writers and artists that might give them some little insight, little helping hand. A walk in the woods along the beach, Get out, get out of the house, especially this year. Get outside if you can get away from people. Yeah, we go to the lake. There's a really pretty lake near us that we go to. That's good. And I get asked uh, a lot by artists, uh, just fans, you know, how, how do you tell when a painting is done? And this is advice for artists that are uh, struggling. So, um, yeah, the, 
for older artists, uh, you know, deadline is is a uh, motivator for us. You know, we take the gig and we dive into the project. Uh, for younger artists, if they have the discipline, that's uh, something that will motivate you. Is is getting paid. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, taking uh, taking that gig and, and, and taking the job that that will help motivate you as well. I mean, great advice. Um, so, if someone wants to get in touch with you, do you have a website? Yeah. Um, there's several ways to get in touch with me um, on Facebook as myself. Um, there's the Art of Jeff Sturgeon. There's a page for the Velocities of Earth, Jeff Sturgeon's Velocities of Earth. Those are on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. And um, uh, I'm on Twitter as well. So, And my website is jeffsturgeon.com which we're in the process of updating because it's badly out of date. And for Instagram and Twitter, is it just Jeff Sturgeon? Yeah. Instagram is Jeffrey L. Sturgeon. Okay. And for Twitter, it's just Jeff Sturgeon? Correct. Okay. All right. Um, and if you want to email me, oh, yeah. if you want to email me, jeffsturgeon1 at hotmail.com. Perfect. Uh, I want to thank you for taking time out to be on the show. I really appreciate your time. Oh, I love coming on. Uh, thanks, Sherry. Thank you. And thank you for chatting with Sherry. Lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.